0: tea sippers. I hope you guys are doing good this evening. It has been so much going on, but we are gathered here, honey, to sip this tea. I see y'all in the chat. I had to create a whole different room because something was wrong with the last room, but I'm glad you guys found this room, so come on in. And if you want to speak and get some things off your mind, make sure you raise your hand and you will be called to the stage. So right now, um, (laughs) let me tell you about my day. Okay, so... I woke up this morning and I had so many text messages, breaking news. Brittany Grinner has just been released. So my first thought was like, oh, cool. You know, the Russians decided to give us an early Christmas present and release her, you know, because her charge wasn't a big deal. Great. But then the truth came out that she wasn't just released, you know, because they wanted to be nice. Uh, Good old Joe Biden, a.k.a. old man Joe actually went through with the swap. okay? Now, if you guys were on my live stream, I think I did this stream maybe two, three weeks ago, where I talked about the Brittany Grinner situation, and I was explaining to you all who Victor Booth was and that he was one of the most dangerous arms dealers on the face of the earth. Uh, They called him the Merchant of Death. On top of that, he is responsible for a lot of the genocide that went on in West Africa, uh, particularly in places like Liberia, Um, you know, some of these governments don't even have the willpower or the money to feed their people, clothe their people, make sure everybody's good, but they have no problem taking money. that should be for the people to go buy arms. And he was one of the biggest arms dealers throughout Africa and even in Asia. And so this caused a lot of African nations, Asian nations to basically turn on themselves and, you know, genocide. So a lot of Black people died at the hands of Victor Bout. They've been trying to get him for years. It took them about 14 years to get him. And he's been locked up for, I think, about maybe 10, 10 plus years. I don't know. He's been locked up for a long time. And um, so Russia has wanted him. And I just don't get this trade. Like I said in my live stream... While her situation is unfortunate, I don't think that Britney or anybody um, deserves time for weed, for vape, you know, nine years. They definitely knew what they were doing. But to basically swap a WNBA player out for a global arms dealer, one of the most wanted men on earth at one point in time. Um to me is crazy especially when they only release one person. See Russia is playing chess right now and I don't know what the hell America's doing. Um currently it just makes America unfortunately look weak. It just does. Now you do have a segment of the population who's super happy and you know um they're like she's out she's free but I don't think they really understand like the nuances of this swap. You know, and right now, as of maybe an hour ago, Victor Boot just got on a plane back to Russia, and Brittany is on a plane here to America. So I don't think that this was done, you know, in the past few days. They've been negotiating this for a while. You know, they knew that this was going to go through. Um, And I also believe there's more at play here. As to why they gave up Victor boot, I believe this this war in Ukraine is putting a stress on not only you know the whole global situation but on us. We keep doling out you know what I'm saying to, I might as well call Ukraine at this point, you know what I'm saying the welfare day mama. we keep cutting them checks. We can't afford it. Okay, prices is high over here. Gas is high over here. Does anybody got time to keep giving checks and money to Ukraine? So I'm I'm thinking it's just, it's a little bit deeper that maybe if we finally just give him, you know, Victor boot, they'll cut us some slack as far as, you know, maybe hurrying up the war and maybe giving us some gas on the low key. You know, I don't know. I wasn't there doing damn negotiations, but that's where my mind goes. You know, because none of this really makes any sense to me. And like I said, I, you know, I'm happy she's free, but at the extent of this swap to me, it just does not. It's the math ain't adding. And from the time she got arrested, it was clearly evident they were using her as some type of political pawn. And the fact that you know, you have um, Paul Whalen, he's still locked up. Um, they claim it was, you know, he was a spy, it was espionage. They have not been able to prove that, but because he was a Marine and they wanted, you know, an American Marine, they have kept him. You have that teacher um, who also had gotten caught with weed and he's been locked up for about four plus years now. He's still over there. I just feel like if they were going to trade Victor Boot for, um, you know, in this whole trade, it should have been for more people, but I also understand war. And I also understand that this is chess and there's no way that Russia is going to allow everyone to be free for Victor Boot, So right now I also see the identity politics in this where, you know, Biden is not really looked at right now favorably. They feel like, um, you know, his numbers are super low so how can I get in minority people's good graces by getting out this black lesbian woman out of a Russian jail? We'll make sure to secure a good number of votes because you know at least ninety percent of the shade room is celebrating this. So I, I just feel like there's so many nuances to this, but I definitely want to take y'all's calls. I want to hear y'all's opinions. Um, what do you guys think about the entire situation? Where you stand in the argument is your own personal opinion. It's not my job to sway you one way or another. But for me, I'm not feeling this swap. And I said this, you know, two, three, four weeks ago before this even came into fruition. So um, if you want to speak, please raise your hand. I'll go ahead and start bringing people up to the stage. Um, Let's start with Mrs. A. Hunt. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you?
1: I am good. I'm good. Um, so I'm like you, and I got text messages today. I was like, y'all lying. they ain't traded her for him. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and then I went, I was like, oh. And for me, it it like you said, it doesn't make any sense because she willingly broke the law. Like, it's not like she didn't know she broke the law. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, it's just weed. First of all, it was hash oil. And if nobody knows, the hash oil is illegal in the United States to get on a plane with. And it's a Mm -hmm. felony. It's a third-degree felony to get on a plane in the United States with hash oil. It's not just weed. So, you know, we're willing to just overlook it. Like, oh, you know, it's nothing but a little bit of weed. But we need to start understanding laws. Right. And, you know, I feel like we live in a country, if it's my favorite, we'll just, you know, ignore the law. Free my boo. You know, free my best friend. If it's... but. At what point do we start excusing just breaking the law? I'm not saying that her sentence was justified because it wasn't. It was. Correct. It was not. But the fact yeah, that we no trade none, if
0: they like the person at hand. Let's keep this real. Imagine if a Russian came here to America and they had drugs on the plane or they broke a law, and then Russia says, regardless of them breaking American law, you need to let them go. You need to give us back our people. Like, we would not allow that. No, And that's the thing that people don't understand. Nobody can go into somebody else's country and tell them what they need to do. That'd be like somebody coming into your house and telling you, you need to do this. You need to have dinner ready by seven. You need to sweep the floor. Oh, no, sir, this is my house. Where did you come from? We wouldn't allow Vladimir to come here and dictate our laws. But yet we feel, you know, arrogant Americans, quote unquote, that we can go there and say, well, even though she broke y'all's laws, you need to let her go because she's a WNBA player or because she's an American status symbol. And that's just not how it works, you know? And so I'm glad you mentioned that because I've noticed there's no accountability um, as far as people making excuses, regardless if it was hash oil, a pound of weed, a nickel sack, if it's illegal in their country, it's illegal.
1: Yeah. You know, and then you know, on top of that, we gave her for a freaking arms like I don't I don't know if nobody else understands it, but we're in the middle of a war right now, and Ukraine is winning, and we just gave Russia a arms dealer. People thinking, oh, well, he don't have no contacts. I'm glad y'all think that. I'm glad y'all think this man don't still have any contacts. You know, yeah. we gave up a freaking arms dealer, like a arms dealer for oh just one person just one because remember there's a teacher over there too that's being held for weed mm-hmm. as well yes. so we were gonna do this swap why not do him too if we couldn't get you know i understand we couldn't get paul but if we couldn't get paul then what about the teacher It said well you know he's just over there for simple weed too like i don't know i just it don't make sense to me and i'm in also do you know today is the eighth right of mm-hmm. december Every on the 8th of every day this year, almost something big has happened. On the 8th of every month
0: this year, last
1: month, hold on. Let me pull it up because you know, I got receipts. (laughs) I got receipts. Hold on, in the news cycle. So, um, let me pull my receipts real quick. Okay, so I'm gonna just go back to um, last month on December 8th, FTX collapsed. Oh, on November 8th. Yeah, November 8th. And then, you know, on September 8th was Queen Elizabeth II, her um, funeral.
2: Mm.
1: And July 8th was the Shinzo assassination. Oh, Shinzo uh, Abe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On August 8th was Trump's raid on his Margo, Marago raid. Yeah, so it's like on the 8th of every month this year, almost something has happened. And today's the 8th. Mm. Well, thank you so much for that information,
0: sis. And thank you for calling in as well. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it is a lot going on currently. Um, If you guys want to speak, raise your hand and I will bring you on stage. We've got a lot of people. So let's try and keep it to about five minutes per person. Let me go ahead and bring on uh Deetra Doyle. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, can you
3: hear me? Yep, I can hear you. How are you? I finally get to come on your live. <laughs> One of them, at least. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice meeting you. Pleasure nice meeting you. Um, no, I just wanted to get on the call today because I literally, like, it was like five thirty six o'clock California time. Turned over, and my husband's like, "Brittany, great, she's she's out." I'm like, "Yay!" That's... And I went to turn over. I said, "Someone told me to look in the Discord family." to see if there's any information about it. And lo and behold, it was that guy, Bout, I don't know if I pronounced his name right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's just a red flag just flew all over because I remember during one of your lives, you were speaking on that. So one of the Discord members shared, uh, I guess it was a a 60 minutes video and I watched it. So Mm -hmm. upon watching, I'm looking at, like, this is like a movie. The stuff that's been going on with the war and... Well, the world is a stage. Yeah, it's almost Mm -hmm. like they're remaking a movie live. It's, it's, It's quite scary, actually. And they kept referring to the movie The Art of War, The Art of War, The Art of War, you know, and it's just, to me, symbolic how they just freed this man who was basically a mass murderer and exchange for Brittany Garner, which to me it was like a, it was a sad, but it was like a, yay, she's home. But then again, it was like a, uh, you know, to me, it just ruined the whole celebration, you know, because I was praying for her literally saying, you know, I hope she gets out. Everything goes fine with her. But yeah, I just wanted to add that I, I agree with everything that you were saying on that live. It was just, you know, astounding how that came out to to life, how everything that you said in the video, and then it actually came true. It's crazy.
0: Thank you for having me. Definitely. Thank you for calling in, sis. Okay. Take care. You too. Now, another thing that's really interesting, um, is I see some people saying, oh, Victor's old, it's been years, he doesn't have these connects anymore, Uh, people are reaching. My thing is, let's just say, right, let's just say hypothetically, uh, he's a reborn again Christian, he no longer wants to deal in, you know, uh, waging war and profiting off of Black death, and he just wants to go hide in his hole. The point is, it looks weak. Even if he doesn't do anything else, that move looks weak. And how we look on the national stage to other nations, it, it's not a good look. Um, another thing too, about this whole swap, because people keep saying, well, why didn't they get Brittany and Paul uh, Waylon? When they initially went into negotiations months ago, they asked for both. Russia said no. So they initially negotiated. Russia said no. And so instead of the United States saying, "Okay, well, nothing else we can do or we're going to go back to the drawing board or try and find somebody else, they backed down and they gave Russia what they wanted. So, yeah, Paul Whalen was on the table, but Russia shut that down. They said we're not giving him up. So I just find the whole thing just really interesting watching all this play out. Let me go ahead and bring on CEO Sai. Go ahead and unmute your
4: microphone. Hi Auntie, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um So I had a few points that I wanted to bring up. I just feel like it's a complete slap in the face to the U.S. military, honestly. When things go left, they're going to be the first ones on the front line, and she was traded for an arms dealer. and WNBA player, a mediocre one at best, was traded for an arms dealer. It's just not fair to them. No one chose to include them in any conversations, ask how anybody else felt about it, and put everybody else in danger. And when things eventually go left, and they will, Then they're going to expect, of course, those in the military to go risk their lives for a dumb decision they made. It's just a complete slap in the face.
0: No, I I definitely agree. And that's the thing is that going to make people want to join the military and, and put their life on the line? Knowing if they get caught up in something, there's nobody to come and rescue them and get them out of their troubled situations. You know, so it might make some people think twice.
4: Absolutely. It's just infuriating situation altogether because I see people cheering this on and I, I, I'm i having a hard time understanding. If I were to go to a different country, I would at least look at the laws before going to make sure that I'd be adhering to them. So you just had enough arrogance to know that you would get out of trouble that people would scurry to help you. And it's just pissing me off. Honestly, Mark Fogle has been there for over 14 years and that man's over 65 years old. He had a medical marijuana card and he still was arrested. I just feel like they could have gotten more people out there were there for longer. But I digress hmm Anything
0: else you want to add?
4: Um. No. Thank you so much for having me up. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for calling in.
0: Okay. Let me go ahead and bring on Wanye Matunda. Go ahead and unmute your microphone.
5: Hey, T. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. How about you?
5: I am doing fantastic. First and foremost, I just want to say I Freaking love you. I listen to your podcast all the time. And it's so funny that you're talking about this because I do remember that live stream you did when you were talking about this situation.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And it it just trips me out. Like, everything I was saying just came to fruition. Like, this is insane. I'm still shocked by everything that's been going on today.
5: I am just... I just can't believe this... I really can't believe this. Like when I saw that she was traded for that arms dealer, I was just like, you have got to be kidding me right now. And people are just not understanding how deep this really is. And I'm like, yes, don't get me wrong. I was a huge advocate for her to come home, but mm-hmm. not like this. Like you, they, the United States really just made the most dumbest decision that I have ever seen in my 29 years of being on this earth. I was just like, you got to be kidding. And then on top of that, I feel like, so you mean to tell me you guys can do all of this to get her home from Russia because of a weed charge, but yet we still have people incarcerated on marijuana charges that y'all don't want to do nothing about?
0: And you know what? I'm so glad you brought up that point. That is a great point because again, I see a lot of people cheering, you know, it's no big deal, and it's marijuana, and she's home. Well, what about the people in the state prison where you live? Every state got a state prison, and every state has prisoners who were there for marijuana charges. And now that marijuana is legal, and so many companies, especially white-owned companies, are now able to make money, monopolize off of this, why are people who were moving marijuana in the 90s and 2000s still in jail? Why are these people not out? Why why are they not fighting to release these people who are in there for nonviolent offenses as hard as they were fighting for Britney?
5: Bingo. and I And, and that's the thing that people are really not understanding. And I'm just like, y'all don't get it. This is so much more deeper. And once again, it was just like how you were saying, it's basically all to just get the black vote and then it's just like this is why it's like it's us as black people we are so quick to hop on this bandwagon but we we really need to realize that these people don't care for us these politicians don't care for us you mean to tell me that y'all can sit here and get do everything you can to get her home but again you can't even take care of the black people here in this country
0: Yeah, I mean, let's keep it real. She was one of the main ones that was protesting in 2020. Um, That's where some of her controversy comes in, because um, around 2020, when all of the protests were going on with George Floyd and all that stuff, um, she was protesting the national anthem. She refused to go out there. She refused to stand on the court. And she even said that the national anthem should not be played during games. You know, it was like a protest to police brutality. So a lot of people were upset. Um, with that, because they felt like, well, if she doesn't respect the national anthem, why are they using, you know, this same, you know, this nation to help fight for her? And so it's going to be very interesting to see what her stance ends up being now that she's back and they were able to come and get her, you know, because those freedoms were able to be enjoyed by her when she got into a situation. But I know a lot of people are bringing that back up, you know, as far as like her protesting and not, you know, singing the national anthem or being out on the court and things like that. But um, I, I just feel like I'm happy she's home. Right? I don't think anybody deserves to be in prison for nine years, you know, for anything that's nonviolent. I just I just I don't care if it's in America or abroad. Nine years is a long time. I think you can a lesson like that. You can learn in nine months. Right. Absolutely. Um,
6: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I don't think she needed the nine years but there, this rabbit hole goes so much deeper. Now I'm starting to think, was this all some type of ploy? How did the weed get in her bag? Cause she said she didn't know it was there and you know, she packed her bag and she forgot and it happened. Was it slipped in there possibly? So that way all of this to, co- to, to come to fruition, that's where my mind goes because she has no idea how it got in there and now Victor's out. <laughs>
5: Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I really would not be surprised. That's why I am just waiting to see how this is all going to play out. Because the one thing I like about you, because a lot of stuff that I be saying when I be watching your lives and stuff, you be hitting the same points that I be making. I'm like, wait a minute. I just said that. So I'm just I when I tell people, I'm like, y'all really need to this with your third eye and really understand this is so much more deeper. I'm happy she's home. I am happy she's home. I was Mm -hmm. one of the advocates that were trying to, you know, speak up and help her get home. But after this, I'm just like, "Mm, something big about to happen.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. And now I have to... Now I have to go back and really look at everything and how it played out and how, you know, all people, she was pointed out and she was searched and they happened to find it, It, you know, and again, I I don't trust a lot of these other nations as far as I can, you know, throw them, you know, corruption is a big thing. So who's to say that they didn't slip it in there? She doesn't speak Russian. So, you know. She doesn't know there's a communication, you know, um issue between the people who had got her caught up at the airport and her. So it, it was just a lot of room for bullshit. You get what I'm saying?
5: Exactly. Exactly. Like something, like something is just not adding up. Like I need this, make it make sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're just going to have to sit here and definitely wait. But something, you know, something with this whole situation is crazy. But thank you so much for calling in. It was really good talking to you.
5: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Definitely. Have a good evening. You too. Today's show sponsor is Chime. So what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Is it checking your credit score? (laughs) I doubt it. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building your credit with your very own money. Chime reports your payments to the credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time. Their members have seen an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So if you want to start your credit journey with chime, sign up takes only two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com forward slash sipslow. Once again, that's chime.com forward slash sipslow. The CHIME Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank N.A. pursuant to a license from Visa USA, CHIME checking account and $200 qualification direct deposit required to apply for a secured CHIME Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some users' scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in 7-Elevens, or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. All right, let me go ahead and um, bring on the Duchess Six. Go ahead and unmute your microphone.
7: Good evening, T. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you perfectly. How are you?
7: I'm very well, thank you. I hope you are well. I'm doing good. Well, you made a very good connection there when you said that you thought about the fact that possibly this has been planted on her um, in order to get Victor back. I did think the same thing as well. Um, I think what people need to remember that with, it is disparity between getting Victor back and you guys getting back a basketball player. Okay. Mm. Um, He's an international arms dealer, very dangerous man. Anyone that sits back and thinks to themselves that this man going back to Russia means that he's an old man and he'll just slip into the rubbish. Okay. That's Mm. absolute rubbish. This man is incredibly dangerous. He is still got his connections in the transportation system as well as in the arms dealing system. This thing is very wide, it's international. Over here in the United Kingdom, we have the same problem with extrajudicial murders being committed on British citizens by russia um there is an excellent youtube um documentary that details this you have a lot of people in this country who act as um property developers but in reality they are moving money for the russian oligarchs and this situation with Brittany grinder i think is all tied together um at the end of the day the gentleman that you were talking about whelan who's still um in the pr- russian prison prison mm-hmm. The reason that Russia would not negotiate and release him is because he's on an espionage charge. Now, where Russia's concerned and race does play a part in this. She's a black woman in Russia. There is no play there at the end of the day. A lot easier Mm -hmm. to send her back, okay? And with Whelan, because of the fact that he is a spy, they would prefer to trade a Russian spy for what they deem an American spy. So that's the reason why they didn't bother to trade him. They would not let him go. No matter how you look at it, it is a win for Russia, most definitely. And they need a win right now based on how they're being perceived around the world with regards to Ukraine. The only problem that they have with this, where America is concerned, is that this sets a precedent. So despots around the world are looking at this and they'll be saying to themselves, well, you know what? If we want to get back our spies and our arms dealers and our murderers, all we need to do now is kidnap a high profile American. Mm -hmm. And there's a possibility we will be able to trade that person. And it's disgusting. It's nasty. But this has been going on for a number of years. The only reason why we're talking about it is because Britney Grinder is a high profile. She's black. We're living in an age at the moment where everything is like, you know, oh, we've got to support the black people. When in reality, we know that's not really what's going on. And so that's why this has a lot of play. But at the end of the day, make no mistake about it. This trading off between you know, American citizens and Russian spies and British spies, this has been going on for decades and will continue to go on for decades. And there is a bigger picture. Like I said, over here in the United Kingdom, we've had MI5 agents who have been murdered, but it's been called a suicide. One gentleman who works for the MI5, he ended up dead in a bathtub in a bag with the bag zipped on the outside with it locked to a padlock and it was deemed a suicide. And when you looked at it, He was linked to a number of Russian oligarchs who've been murdered here in the United Kingdom. And like I said, all of this is all linked at the end of the day. Do not be surprised. Let
0: me ask you, because you're overseas, you're in London. Do you Mm -hmm. agree that this move, unfortunately, globally, makes Mm -hmm. America look
7: weak? To be honest with you... um, I'm really sorry to let you know this, but America has been looking increasingly weak since the illegal invasion of Afghanistan and Iraq after (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. And it's got progressively worse under Trump. I'm very sorry to have to tell you this because I don't I'm sure there'll be some Trump supporters that are your tea sippers, but. Literally, the United States of America has looked progressively weak over a number of years. And like I said, after the events of the insurrection, it's it's looked very unstable. Um, very untrustworthy because, like I said, a number of um, things that Trump took you guys out of, like trying to get you out of NATO and all the rest of it, it, it just made you look like you were an untrustworthy ally. But make no mistake about it, the United Kingdom at the moment, with all the crap that we're going through, we look like untrustworthy allies as well. So it's quite funny that the two countries that are supposed to be the greatest of allies, who are supposed to have brought democracy to the world and all that rubbish, are now looking as the weakest player's on the map at the moment mm. and that is it's unfortunate but that is just the reality of what it is that you know, it, it's crazy. I never thought I would live to see the day, but we are living in some extraordinarily strange times. You know, where a lot of a lot of stuff is coming out with regards to corruption and and you know insider trading and and that's just like senators, you know, and British politicians and prime ministers. You know, I never thought I'd live to see the day, but unfortunately, it this is how it's going to be, and I think it's going to get a lot worse. And you know, make no mistake about it. China, India, emerging markets will start to take over. They really yeah. will start to take over. And we will see a diminishment in our finances and everything else, you know. It, it, and that's just the reality of what we're dealing with. Yeah. It's sad, it's but be, it's true.
0: Yeah, it, it's going to be a long road. And, you mm. know, with just everything that's going on globally, that's why I always say whatever affects one country eventually trickles down to everyone. Yeah.
7: And, and I'm so look glad look that you said like that. that's
0: happening over here, yeah. Yeah, I'm so I see glad what you you said that you guys are going through even with y'all's economy right now in, in England. Yeah. You know, where they're having to put, you know, metal detectors and spider detectors on meats and cheeses. Yeah. And, you know, the economy right now in the UK is horrible.
7: I mean it, think it, it's, it's gotta happen it's- here. Oh honey, it is gonna come to you because I've noticed that you've got a few um, industries that are people that are saying that they're gonna go on strike. I mean you don't have you're not very unionized, unlike in the United Kingdom. We are literally looking at a general strike where everything is gonna grind to a halt. We've got people that are going on strike, the tube services, the nurses are going on strike, the paramedics are going on strike, doctors are going on strike. This month, we I think we've got two days out of the whole month of December where there are no strike actions being taken. Every other day is blocked in for strikes, tube strikes, train strikes, medical profession, postal services. Um, you know, um, everything, absolutely everything, is going to grind to a halt, and that's because we've had 12 years of a government who have literally raided the country of money, stolen money. We've got, a, we've got a, a, a peer in the House of Lords where everybody thinks that these people are so high and mighty, who literally has taken 20. Nine million pounds from the taxpayer um, through the whole covid situation she had a company she lied and claimed that this company was you know fit to be able to make masks and ppe and all the rest of it come to find that she spent some of the money on this substandard ppe from china which it had to all be burnt. She spent about 146 million pounds, and the rest of the money she put into private accounts in her children's name. And this has been going on throughout. You know, all these people that they have arrested, saying that oh, they did these dodgy loans. And yeah, I know you had that over here and over there in America, rappers and normal people taking money. You know, over here. We had the same thing, but the majority of the people doing it were the people that were making the laws. That's the joke. And then the now prime minister, Rishi Sunak, decided, do you know what? We're not even going to be able to find that money. We're just going to write that money off. Thirty seven billion pounds. We're just going to write it off. And they wrote it off because they knew most of that money went to their friends. That's how bad it is at the moment. I know you guys have got inflation and your inflation is high. But trust me. It could be a lot worse over here. The inflation is running 11% in places like Venezuela and stuff. It's running at 40% Turkey, 40%. Right now we have people who are dying in their homes because they cannot afford to heat them. That's yeah. how bad it is. I, and I know I that remember in
6: Texas, this summer,
0: people were yeah. like the manure to be able yeah. to burn it for their home. So that's why it, it's like, it could always be worse. Oh, yeah. We're living in some scary times. We definitely are. Very
7: scary times. Very scary times at the moment. And so that's why I say, you know, and what you make is an excellent point when you say to people, start buying stuff. Put it away. Wherever you get cheap food, wherever you've got, put it away. Because honestly i mean right now they're saying to us that we are looking at food sec- insecurity that by next year we're going to have so few crops we you know we've got rid of all our immigrants okay with brexit and everything else and so we don't have anyone to pick crops we don't have anyone to do products and food we've got um, no one in the doc in the doctor surgeries up to now my doctor surgery will not see me i cannot go to a doctor surgery i have to do a video call if i want to see a doctor they'll take a private payment They'll be happy to see me then. But until then, I have to sit in my home and wait for a video call. You know, we've got empty shelves in our in our supermarkets. It's bad. And that can come to your side of the pond. I really can see that coming to your side of the pond. It may not be as bad, but it will get quite tight for you guys. It really will do. You know,
0: Um, well, Miss Duchess, I appreciate you calling in.
7: You not know, a problem, my calling, darling. You
0: always you always drop so many gems. I love to hear from <laughs> you. And, you know, I definitely, you know, my prayers and thoughts. I got a lot of UK tea sippers, So I, I definitely stay in the loop with
7: you guys and what's going
0: on. But, uh, yeah. yeah, thank you. So we have a lot of calls online. But thank you so much for calling in. Which is not not a,
7: a problem at all, by. my darling. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You take care and keep doing you, okay?
0: All right. We'll talk later.
7: All right then, babes. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Yeah, she always comes with a wealth of info, and I just, I love it. And that's the thing. It's so much going on globally, just like I was telling everybody in Discord today that if you have not gotten, you know, your generators, I posted everything in the prep room, you better get ready, because if you guys think that these rolling blackouts that are happening in North Carolina, South Carolina are just by happenstance, there are snipers literally shooting at the grid. We have whole cities right now in America where there's no lights, there's no electricity. So all this stuff that we've been saying for the past two, three years, since 2020, prepare, 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 y'all should already be there. Y'all should have these items in the event, you know, some Yahoo in your town shoots the grid. You're not sitting in the dark for the next three, four days. It is winter. I can't be in a cold house at all. So I keep generators because you just never know. So this is the time to prepare and to really pay attention to what's going on globally. And this situation with Brittany, um, it's definitely going to get a lot deeper. Let me go ahead and bring on some more people. Um, Aaron Womack, go ahead and unmute your microphone.
8: Hey, T, how you doing?
0: I'm doing good. How about you, Aaron? I'm
8: doing good. I just got off of work not too long ago. I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that Brittany is here, but I, as a military person, I feel some type of way. And mm, the reason why I feel some type of way is because, like, if it was me in that situation, I know that I would still be there. So uh, it's, it's good that she's back home, but it, it makes me, it does make me feel some type of way. I do know what is going on in our retention in the military. I do know what's going on in the recruiting. And to be honest, I'll, I'll break it down to you. I'll break mm-hmm. it down to y'all so seventy one percent of the population in the United States are uneligible to join the military from the ages of eighteen to twenty seven
0: They're uneligible why yes. why is that
8: and that is due to either criminal records um mm-hmm. drugs and um fitness. A lot of okay. people can't pass the pt tests these are these are high schoolers that can't pass high uh, that can't pass PT tests. The age for the military is, at least in the Coast Guard is went from 35 to now 42 you cannot reach have reached your 42nd birthday. Wow and that's active duty mm. so my mind goes there's already there's already an issue with um, people not wanting to join the serve they're mm. giving out bonuses in all the branches no one's making their mission and then on top of this yes, She's a high profile, but you know what it tells us, just like the lady, uh, Miss Duchess was saying, it makes us look weak and we've been looking weak for a long time. Like the presidents on the, on the back end, they've been doing some things like Obama. He was OG when he was in there, he was bombing folks and things like that. So in one way he was given like the personable and then the politician side, but it still made us look weak and this is making us look weak even more. So now if anyone is traveling, my mindset goes, okay, you can be the next one. And you can be held for ransom. Mm. You know, and just like Lady Dutch says, that's it. And it's not just in Russia, there's China, there's even countries that we might be just neutral with that they might be like, hmm, we see how it's going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, with, because there's so much information in so little time, <laughs> <laughs> I work in vessel traffic in New York. The production, has slowed down the ports of New York and New Jersey are one of the biggest ports in the United states that 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 we get a lot of our stuff in mm-hmm. they've been strikes there's no one wants to work these jobs it's It's just so much to compile on, and we traded a basketball player, no disrespect to her, for a arms dealer. you know, mm-hmm. and when you look in history like uh Miss Duchess was saying. There's always been a Russian spy or a spy, even in the United States, even in the United States, imposing as military people. I will put in articles because it's not I'm not saying anything that's that you know that's out of place. There's been reports about it. you know, so
9: mm-hmm.
8: how secure are we we seen we see our struggles as a military force everyone sees it and everyone knows it. we broadcast it on the news every week. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
8: We make even, even comedians or just people on TikTok and Tumblr or Twitter or whatever, they make their jokes. And the truth is no one looks at the military. Like we're like, we're strong. No one looks that we're like, Oh, when you see a person in, in uniform, typically you see that they might be overweight. You get what I'm saying? hmm so it it doesn't, we don't even present ourselves as that nation that we used to be, or what we thought we was. So I just- Yeah, the veil out.
0: is definitely falling off. And, you know, especially on the world stage, this is definitely not the America, like how people looked at America, like back in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, the strong, the proud, be all that you can be that That's not the vibe that we give off any longer, no. and what you're saying about the ports is incredibly true um there's going to be an even bigger shortage that's if you think the shortage we've been going through for the past year and a half is bad, wait to see what's to come because like you said, nobody wants to do these jobs um on top of that, and a lot of it because of pay and you know the the you know if my if my rent is going up. The pay is not
8: matching. Exactly.
0: So why am I going to keep doing a physically intense job when I, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not equally. So I think it's going to be a lot more to come. Then plus what are the issues with China? Mm -hmm. With their constant COVID lockdowns, they're the world's suppliers. They make so many things in China. So every time that country comes to a grinding halt, it affects everybody globally.
8: Exactly and even my my aunt she's a longshoreman in Long Beach. They just mm-hmm. cleared their ports for the ships not too long ago. They just did what? They cleared the ports, that port, mm-hmm. cuz all mm-hmm. the ships that were hanging out off the coast, mm-hmm. they just cleared them not too long ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it is it is bad. <laughs> And I love recruiting yeah. and, the, and the, the crazy part is too. like, when I go to the schools and I try to talk about the military, you already, I have high schoolers. I've been in the military for 13 years. And I'm going to be short. I've been in the military for 13 years. I never, I never been told by someone that's 17. Oh, you doing that bullshit job. Wow. It, it, it throws you for a loop. You know what I'm saying? It it really does. putting
0: Your life on the line. They don't understand the reason why we're not getting bombed every other day is because of the military. Like them or not, they are keeping us somewhat safe, but they Mm -hmm. don't they have no concept of that anymore, because, again, like the respect is gone for a lot of authority
6: at this point. You would. I
0: mean, we used to have military recruits come to our high school all the time. And it was always, you know, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, hey, how you doing? You know, I couldn't even imagine talking back to Miss Robin, honey. That was a a buff. I still remember her name to this day. She's trying to get me recruited. I'm like, Miss Robin, first of all, um, I can't even lift weights, let alone lift a big old AR-15. But I mean, she was so cool. But, you know, there was like a respect factor. So the fact that kids are even talking to you like that, I'm blown
8: away. It's just a mind-blowing thing. And for everyone that's saying that, oh, it's just the weed pin, oh, it's just the weed pin, there are are organizations as far as CBP, um, the Coast Guard, there's even um, countries that are linking because we have our treaties and things like that. We are stopping folks from bringing in weed, hashish, cocaine, all of that on the high seas, and even weed that come from all the other, like the South American countries and the Caribbean, all of that is still is illegal. It's illegal drugs. So just keep in mind, like what it might seem legal in certain countries or certain states in the United States, those laws do not apply in other countries at all. Mm-hmm. You have to take the logic of the, of a person living in the United States out the window when it comes to the laws in other countries, and they—that's their jurisdiction, right? You have to remember that. But the, I didn't want to take up too much time. I think I'm okay. at six minutes, so <laughs> I kind of time <laughs> myself.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for calling in, Aaron. I really appreciate you just bringing that military wealth of knowledge.
8: It's no problem. Thank you, t right. happy. Have a good one, T. Thank
0: you. Happy holidays. Bye. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Miss Muchilla. Go ahead and unmute your microphone.
10: Hey T T Girl down. Hey, Miss right? <laughs> You be protecting it all. Oh my gosh. I'm still blown away. And I, I, when I saw it this morning, I said, Oh sure. I said, I said, let me just like the other person I saw. I went to the Discord, I said, they they doing just what she said they was gonna do. Now we gotta wait for the other shoe to drop. Mm. This could get really ugly. This yeah. could get really ugly at this point. But the simple fact is that you sending a ringer, a a, a, a ringer, a killer, basically back to a losing team, and now we're gonna see the outcome of it. And people, be, how many connections he probably made in jail? Wow. Right, it's like so much you have to think about with this, and people's worried about the real things. Oh, she didn't um, she didn't she uh took a knee when the, with the national anthem. It's it's so much disrespect going on with that. That's a totally different thing. Everybody mm-hmm. knew when you took the knee, it was not for that patriotism. It was for something else, but people always misconstrue things with that. Am I happy that she got out? Yeah, but like, what's going to be the outcome of this? What's going to be the consequences of this? What's going to be the consequences of it? And and, and how bad is it it going to get bad for us?
0: And that's what we have to wait and see.
10: That's the messed up part. That's the messed up part.
0: As far as like this whole situation... Um, with people celebrating on social media, do you feel like just this generation, they just go off of like news titles? They really don't dig deep.
10: Like half the people that were commenting don't even know who Victor is. Exactly. They don't dig deep. People don't do their research. And they just, it seemed like some of these people are still so lost where they believe everything that the, the, the ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Fox, all of the news stations say. You know, we be doing our other little things and digging deeper with stuff with news. Am I right? right. So right. You know, it's just like we have to. I feel like the U.S. the some of our citizens are so gullible. Yeah, to to believe whatever it was on TV. It's the truth. What did you know? Or it's they're telling half truths when they tell you stuff.
0: Well, or even people saying things like, well, if it was LeBron, they would have got him out within a week. Yeah. Like, do you guys even understand how, like, international politics and things like that? doesn't matter if it was LeBron or Britney. He wouldn't have been out in a week. Like, people just be just talking and typing just to talk and type.
10: I agree. You know, the, the, the... American
0: is- celebrities don't move no weight. People overseas don't give a damn about American celebrities like that. That be yep. like us fanning out about a Russian
10: celebrity. I don't
11: care. Mm-hmm. I don't know who
10: they are like that. Exactly. It's just I I I just don't get it. Like the, it's not like she's a leader or anything like that. She's a basketball player. Y'all traded her for uh, a. And, and I I I do. I they should have got out the per, the the person they have for espionage. A spot for a spot. Yeah. Because you, I mean, he's technically not a spy to Russian dude, but he's an arms dealer. So, you know, you're you releasing him now, and you and, and um, Ukrainian is basically busting their ass. And now you're going to get, you, okay, we got our best player now. Yeah, they traded, they traded Brittany Garner for Russians LeBron in, in the arms dealing. That's just what <laughs> you did. Congratulations, Biden. That's a good way to put it, <laughs> the, <killer. laughs> the LeBron James famous. of arms dealing. Yeah, you know, come on. Like, what the heck? It, it just, it's just, I'm waiting, we waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then what he just said about people not even going to try to get into the, um, the service. This mm-hmm. is not looking good. What they need to start doing is taking these ex-cons that be liking to shoot these guns and put them over there to fight. Since y'all want to go and shoot the ops. There's the ops right there. There you go. Mm. I won't be taking up too much of your time. Thank you for letting me speak. All right, Miss Muchilla. (laughs)
0: Damn. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for calling in. Bye. All right. Later. Yeah, that's a great point. Since folks want to shoot at the ops, go shoot at the ops overseas. But they're not ready for that conversation. Let me go ahead and bring on um, Bun Bun Bunny. Go ahead and unmute your microphone.
10: Hi.
6: Hello. I just, um, personally, I don't feel any ways about her coming home or not. <coughs> I'm oh, sorry. <coughs> I really didn't think they were going to make the trade, especially since at one point the U.S. had said no. But my biggest concern is why does Russia want him? What is so important about him? Or is this just a show of power for them? <clears throat> because at the end of the day, Russia, at the end of the day, it was either Brittany or no one. So for people saying, oh, we should have brought the other guy home, they were only going to talk about Brittany. So either... We'd be happy with what we got, or we'd be happy that they didn't get anyone. And that was going to cause a problem anyway. When it comes to the her having the weed pen, and people talk about the professor, the professor had 14 grams of marijuana. He had a lot more than her. But he mm-hmm. also was charged a lesser sentence than her. He wasn't charged with smuggling. But she was. I think it's not important that she had wheat, We all know that. But a lesser sentence in Russia would have been a fine or maybe a couple of months in jail. But instead, they, tar- they charged her with smuggling. Now, to me, that was them trying to overplay their hand. Mm-hmm. And I think if she would have got just the fine in a couple of months... I don't think people would be in such an uproar. And I think that's important to realize that the sentencing does look political.
0: Well, that's what we've been saying from jump. This is chess, not checkers.
6: Yeah. And I think some people just don't understand, like, as much as there's so much a country is willing to let go and do, there's probably other Russian prisoners that Russia wants, but they're just choosing this guy for right now. This is mm-hmm. Britney Garner stuff. This is just public. Imagine the amount of people that never go public. Um, even a few years ago, there was um, a journalist in the Middle East who was um, terrorists took them, and they wanted a ransom. The government said we's not we're not going to pay the ransom. The person's family said we'll pay the ransom. The government told them if you pay the ransom, we will lock you up. It so it's not it's not as easy as people think, and there's certain information that we don't know about that the DOJ is not going to release to the public. So for all we know, there's a lot more going on, and that that man might he might be alive in Russia for a little bit. You never know. Hell, for all we know, they could have turned him turned him into a spy. There's just so much variables that we don't know in this situation that we have to piece together and try to figure out what's going to happen next.
0: I definitely agree. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It was good talking to you. You're
6: welcome.
0: All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Let me go ahead and um, bring on Yeti. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T how are you
12: hello Um, i'm good okay that's good thank you for bringing me on um as a fellow brit i do want to say um to the duchess that what she was speaking about was absolutely 10 out of 10 and i hope that i can build to that same level of like just clear dialogue and speech um but i wanted to in the interest of brevity i just wanted to keep it really short this story draws a lot of parallels with um, a story that I heard about in the UK. And so this is a story of the woman called Nazaline Zaghari Radcliffe. And she was an Iranian-British citizen who was detained in Iran for six years following a long dispute between Britain and Iran. So she was sentenced to five years in prison. She was found guilty of charges of espionage and on and, and trying to topple the Iranian government, allegedly. And even though she went on hunger strikes, trying to persuade the Iranian authorities to let her go and provide medical treatment, she was only released earlier this year after Britain repaid a debt of £400 million pounds to Iran. And so I think the parallels with this story is that when it comes to government, people they treat people as a commodity this is purely barter so this is trade so britney griner was um traded with someone else Nazanin was used as leverage for something that iran wanted from the british government which was money and this was a debt that had stemmed back way back in 1979 because the UK failed to deliver some tanks. So I just think it's really interesting the way governments tend to use human bodies as, as leverage and and we're commodities and, and you know, how our life is valued in the eyes of the government is something that's really interesting. And I think it was something that was shown really with this story. So who can put a value on a WNBA player? And I think it's quite interesting, you know, as a, as a British person, I don't necessarily think that America is weak for doing that. I think, yeah, it's, pu- it's purely barter. They got something out of it and Russia got something out of it. Did Russia get something more valuable and more worthwhile? Maybe, but that's neither here nor there. I just find it very interesting that um, they tend to just use humans as if, you know, just, yeah, for political gain and for political leverage and really not really valuing the lives of people. And so, yeah, that's what I wanted to say, just to keep it brief. I just, I just, it's just another example of people being used as as a simple commodity.
0: No, I definitely agree. And thank you so much for calling. And I never knew that story about the um, Iranian woman. So thank you for that.
12: No problem. Have
0: a nice day. OK, you too. Bye. All right. Um, It's already 6.12. Time is flying. So I'm going to try and bring on as many people as I can. Uh, Let me go ahead and bring on Authentic um, Epic Boom. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay, she might not be ready. Uh, Nicholas, PJ, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. How are you?
13: Hi, I'm good. And yourself, nice to always speak with you.
10: <laughs> I'm good.
13: Um, I just want to say with, well, first I just want to say with Duchess that really her when she said, um, Russia maybe kidnapping American celebrities to get brownie points, that just made me on stand because I was like, that is so true. It's like predictive programming all over again because I made that that her comment made me think of this two movies, um. I don't know if you remember Iron Man, the first movie of Iron Man, where Tony Stark, he was an American Caucasian celebrity, and he got trapped in some cave, whatever, out of, out of the States. And then he had to build his way up to, obviously, escape. That was that one. And then he was, and there's another one, Ryan Reynolds, there's like this movie he was in a coffin he was, I forgot what, I think he was a news reporter or something, but they thought that he was like an American spy and he got trapped in this coffin. He was dead. He was buried alive in a coffin and he couldn't get out. It was was a good movie. He couldn't get out. He had to like go through, he had one cell phone. He found a cell phone there and he had to like say, yo, I'm not an American spy. Can you please let me out? But they would not let him get out because they just automatically thought. But anyway, besides the point, and what I'm trying to say, compare Brittany Griner to those people, is because she is not. She's not a American spy. She's not. She's just an NBA player, and they're not going to. They're going to get rid of her because she has nothing to, like. She has nothing. She has no information to give out. She has nothing. She's just mm-hmm. trapped. She's just in prison. When Tony Stark got out by himself because he made a machine. He became Tony Stark Iron Man. Ryan Reynolds, he not to spoil it, he died because they were not giving him I'm sorry to spoil it, but they weren't they weren't gonna let him free. They he they thought they were let him free because they had let um the they told the government a different location. They sent all the people, the new US states, US state troopers, whatever, to come to a different location. But they thought he thought that they were gonna come and save him, but they saved someone they they was like, Oh god, hurry up, hurry up. They were digging him out, digging him out. And they thought that he thought that, oh, thank you, I'm gonna be come up. I'm about to be alive, I'm about to be alive. Little did little did he know they the different troops sent him to a whole sent the US troops to a whole different location, if that makes sense. So that's why I'm trying to sit here and say, Bernie Griner is someone of less information versus someone they thought is going to be of harm to them. They bring they bring back to the States. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like that. That's why I'm trying to be like, okay, with the judges, that really was like, wow. I never think about that. But um, one last thing for, well, what well, well, my point was trying to say is Russia is karma. <laughs> I don't know if you remember about us Americans says how we, America, we like to put in, we like to do things and not, well, I see with this, let's say with these people now in the in Biden administration, they don't, they like to do things with a liberal agenda, a woke agenda, and they're not really thinking of things outside the box, they're trying to just be fit free for what social media is what they're trying to per se is because remember with the whole thing with Ukraine, obviously the war going on right now and they are why they got involved in that situation when we should have never got involved in that. you know what I'm, like we should have minded our business and all that thing with Ukraine so we could have been like okay from the sidelines now we have we have oil that we're not even getting from Russia no more because we decided to be like oh okay. Let's go involved. And Richard like, said, Oh, okay, cool. You wanna get involved? Guess what? We're cutting everything from y'all. You're not getting nothing from us. We have our own internet. So that's why okay. I'm I'm just saying saying that's not like right.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Nicholas, for calling in it was good
13: Thank talking you. to you. You too. Bye-bye. All right.
0: Bye. Okay, let me go ahead and um bring on uh Mitsoka, go ahead and unmute your microphone.
9: Hello, T. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm um in the midst of recovering from COVID, so forgive my voice.
0: Oh no, um, you're fine. You're fine. I hope you start feeling better. I
9: hope so too. Thank you so much. Um, I wanted to call in and discuss the Britney uh, release, and it's scary enough that. They traded her for an arms dealer that they call, you know, the merchant of death. What's more scary is what we don't know what was discussed under those negotiations. Um, I don't know if you remember, some of us wasn't even born around that time when um, Iran held about 75 Americans hostage. And they were released 20 minutes within Ronald Reagan's inauguration. Well, it's alleged that he negotiated trading weapons to them. So the same people that held Americans hostage, he traded them in for weapons. So when you read the different types of trades and negotiations that happen throughout history, there's a lot that we don't know. And that's what's scary.
0: Yeah, I just think for most people, it's it's weird to watch it play out in modern times. Correct. You know, especially with social media. And sometimes I think because we live in this current century, right, and we have social media, we have the apps we tend to forget that things like this have been going on since the dawn of Man.
9: Absolutely.
0: And that's what I really loved about what Duchess was saying. Like it's, it's really setting a precedence that if we're not able, because before remember it used to be only like military combatants. you didn't, uh-huh. citizens. you didn't, you know, kidnap and hold children and, and women ransom. Cause it wasn't a good look, but now if we can start doing it with celebrities, and this will be the response, what's to say? What's going to stop them from kidnapping the next influencer? You know, Jake. Absolutely. Paul,
9: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, during Obama's administration, um, Lisa Ling's sister and the other journalists mm, yeah. that remember that I that were them. arrested yep. for supposedly In crossing Korea? the border. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Literally, Bill Clinton and Al Gore went. They hosted a grand dinner for them. Literally, the next day, they were pardoned and sent home. We never knew what the negotiations were regarding that. Mm. So that's what's kind of scary for me. Like, okay, so we know about Victor and Britney being traded, but what else was under, you know, those negotiation what What else was on that table? So that's what we need to... We have to continue to be diligent and pay attention and see, I thank you so much for this platform because, you know, we can't talk about this on IG because as soon as we start nope. spitting truth, we get blocked or censored. Are you on the discord? Yes, I am. Now, I'm, I'm new. I'm morning? new on the discord. I'm so excited.
0: Okay. I have posted this morning because when I was initially responding to a comment, cause I was on um, what neighborhood talk or something and literally every freaking comment was just celebratory and this is awesome and yes and you know just all yes comments Mm -hmm. and so in in a sea of like just you know crazy comments there's this one gentleman he's like this is not good I you know I'm glad she's out but do y'all understand the ramifications of this and I'm so you know, usually I never respond on these type of posts.
6: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He
0: was like literally like the only one out of like thousands I'm scrolling. So I replied back to him, and I'm like, "Thank you, finally somebody with common sense who just sees the big picture." What does Instagram do? First, they wouldn't even let me post my initial comment. They automatically flagged it and said, "These, what you're writing is inappropriate. You need to think about what you're writing." And I'm like, "What?" That's crazy. I I was just basically stating, you know, about who Victor Booth was, and so I rewrote my comment, and then um, I took a screenshot. The second time, it said comments like this are being reported all over Instagram. And if you go where I posted it in the newsroom on Discord, I circled it in red. Right. So like, yeah. You can't even have these discussions. No, you can't. Media.
9: And you can't. And, and, and that's the more scary part of it is that social, I mean, we've, this has always been known now. Social media is controlling, you know, our minds. So even the ones that aren't sleeping sheeps and we can think for ourselves, there is nowhere we can express our opinions and also our fact check. So I definitely thank you so much for providing this platform for for the most of us. Yes.
0: Yes, no, no problem. And thank you so much for calling in. I hope you get better soon.
9: Thank you so much. Take care, everyone.
0: You too. Bye. Yeah, we are definitely dealing with the Thought Police Society, unfortunately. Because like I said, I was shocked. I'm just simply trying to reply back to this gentleman, and they shut my comment down, was like, no, this comment is not appropriate. And I'm like, what the hell, I didn't curse, I didn't, you know, I wasn't lying about nothing, but yeah, they don't want the truth to come out in certain instances. And so, yeah, social media is not that free. Let me go ahead and bring on Billy Wayne. Go ahead and unmute your microphone.
6: Hey T,
13: can you hear me?
0: Yep, I can hear you, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Good. Can you mm-hmm. turn down the,
3: turn the background down the background? Oh
11: yeah. Can you hear me now?
0: Okay. Yep. Perfect.
5: Oh,
13: oh crap.
10: Can you hear me?
5: Oh, I gotta I gotta mute. I feel like I don't know what the hell i <laughs> all
0: we heard was a bunch of clicking. <laughs> he was like, look,
5: look, Can I, look, I come look, down and you bring me back up?
0: You can't hear me at all, okay. I don't know what happened, child. He was clicking, done hit something. Um, Let me go ahead and bring uh, Charlie Brown. Hey, T,
11: hey, how are you? I'm good in yourself, I'm doing good. Okay, so, um, like you, I work at a high school, um, and like a lot of these kids, I was discussing with them, they don't under. They don't understand why this is a bad was a bad trade in like really the depths of things. All I, like, like you said, like you see in that form, all I heard all day is like, yes, miss. Oh my gosh, yes, Brittany. I'm like, <laughs> y'all, y'all about slow as a bag of rocks. That this is not good. <laughs> this is a problem. Do y'all mm-hmm. understand? They gave us McDonald's and we gave them Ruth Chris. Mm. Like We they gave us this girl back. She didn't even come back with the dreads. Like, like she even come back? How how she left? She got a fade. Yeah, she had a fade on her head. I'm like, where the hair at? They took the We go ahead and Google. I didn't know they don't gave her a a whole fade. She came back with missing parts. Like, where's the hair at? (laughs) What is going on? It it it, it's it's, it's it's a whole it's a whole shit show. It's a whole joke, and I realize. The, like how other people viewed us as a joke was during the um twenty sixteen presidential election. Why were people voting for Harambe and these nuts? That's how I knew. I'm like, oh people aren't taking us seriously. Never are people gonna take us seriously. Harambe and these nuts were on the ballot or cheese? Whatever. It, it was like a I remember seeing in the news was like a big thing. People were voting for Harambe. People were voting for these nuts. He was like a whole um, candidate, like it, he didn't get many votes. Thank God, but it was like a fifteen-year-old boy who was behind it. Oh my gosh! Y'all let a fifteen-year-old child put that on, and they end up having to make a law. Um, behind people creating candidate, like um, like can like candidates. candidates and stuff for satire mm. like they made a law against making it illegal why wasn't that illegal in the first place why didn't y'all stop that child like people yeah it's funny to like it's funny to us like we can keep key about it but we have to remember people are watching us people can see us they're looking at us and like wow like that's what that's what the americans are doing this is why we don't get no respect when we go places our kids just mm-hmm. tick tock and hip rock and, and just act, and act a fool. It so, all what, are... so what were the conversations
0: being had in the school today? Like, um, you, was there any information from like the principal? Did they, you know, was this being talked about as far as like geopolitically, how this affects,
11: you know? Uh, oh no, uh, the, the school's not going to address it because it's too mm-hmm. controversial. They don't want the bad because I work at a small in a small town at a small school. They don't want the bad. They don't want the parents calling them and uh, and all that stuff. Just so they don't want to be on anybody's shit list. So it's just me because I get real with the kids. I'll talk about whatever with them. Whatever they want to talk about, we could talk about it. And it's like they really like don't understand. Like they're just worried about how fine Brittany is and they happy she's home. And it's like it's deeper than that. And they yeah. like they didn't even realize who. We were tr- tr- what the trade was for. They don't even know who um Victor is, right? You know what I mean. So it, it's like, and this is the next generation. A lot of these kids are seniors, so they're eighteen. They're they're at that age where they can vote and stuff. And it's like where they're you know supposed to become functional adults in our society. And this is who we are going to have to depend on in these in the next few years. Well, I mean, the sad part is most the adults aren't even that functional. So can we blame the children? There you go. And the, the adults really aren't. The, the adults aren't no more functional than the kids are. Because I see it all the time at the school. The, the kids act up. The parents come, what? Are you two? just cussing us out and ready to fight us. And it's like, well, that's why your kid acts like that. Right, right. That's why your kid acts like that. And then all the, the people who have problems with Brittany taking the knee when she was, it's like, you're mad about that, but your teenage child is in school, not standing and putting their hand over their chest when we do the pledge. Mm -hmm. They're making TikToks in the corner. They're not standing for a moment of silence. They're saying, Oh, I don't give a damn about this flag. I don't give a damn about this country. Listen, are you want to fight if them people come over here with them bombs and hit us? No, you're not. So you need to show some respect. Mm. And they really don't. They don't get it. And even when like, cause we have the recruiters come to this and they're like, "Oh, I would never do that. Why would I want to do that?" I'm like, "There's more jobs in the military than just being a soldier. You could be a nurse. You could be like, there's plenty of things that you can do. Like, and and there's just like these kids are very uninformed and 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 they think everything's a joke. I and mean, it's scary. It's really scary the way that they act." and to see what a, lot, a good majority of these kids' priorities are.
0: Yeah, we, we, we've we definitely dropped the ball on a lot of, you know, this generation's children. And I think, you know, not to constantly blame social media, but, like, what role models do a lot of these kids have to look up to? Like, where's our generation's Dr. King and Malcolm X? You know, they're looking up to mainly reality TV show stars, actors, <laughs> entertainers, rappers. <laughs> But thank you so much for calling in, sis. Good talking
11: to you. you. You're welcome. Good talking to you too. Bye bye. Bye.
0: All right, let me go ahead and um bring on uh, Lena. Go ahead and uh, um mute your microphone. Hello, T. I'm calling from Rashidass, Florida.
14: <laughs> all right, Florida in the house. How you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm glad you caught me on. You're an inspiration for sure. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that um I just wanted to quickly go over some things um when I first heard the news on the radio I was shocked my jaw dropped like I wasn't even expecting them to actually go through with that because it just doesn't make sense in the first place but um so I just wanted to talk about I felt like the marine should have been treated even though a lot of people are saying it wasn't going to happen but In the army, they always push this agenda, no soldier left behind, all this stuff. And then you literally have an opportunity to free a Marine from Russia and you don't do it. Like, imagine how that feels for other soldiers that are risking their lives on a daily basis, going out to Afghanistan. Like my father, he went to Afghanistan multiple times. And I even asked him, I was like, do you know what the whole purpose of that was? And he was just like, honestly, no. And it's sad because you lose that morale for your country that you used to have. And it's just like, what are they doing for us at the end of the day? Right. And um, something that also kind of scratched my brain a little bit was the fact that they sent millions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. And then you give their enemy, Russia, a golden egg to beat them. Like, what was the purpose of sending them all this money when you could have been putting it into our backyard
0: like ukraine is the baby mama of the world i'm over ukraine <laughs> <and> they're begging <laughs> every you know, day i drive every day
14: every day i drive home from work and it's a new homeless person i'm like there's all these homeless people out in america and you're paying for tuition scholarships for people that don't even live here which is crazy to me yeah but that's really all I wanted to add. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I really appreciate what you do for everybody. Um, For me, especially, you brought me through a lot of hard times. So just keep doing what you're doing and hopefully I can be at the next live event.
0: (laughs) All right, well, thank you so much. It was very good talking to you, sis. No problem, thank you. All right, right, bye. Let me go ahead and bring on Kayla Smith. Kayla, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Oh, Kyla, we can't hear you. You sound far away. I'm
6: far away?
3: Um, hold on. Are you... Are you
0: calling from Russia?
3: <laughs> no.
10: <laughs> you sound like you're in Russia somewhere, sis. Hold
6: on, hold on. Give me one moment. All right, because maybe
3: it's my area. Hello?
6: Hello? Is it better
0: no now you sound like you're in the ukraine
6: oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like really really far away
3: it does mm-hmm. oh lord even if i come up closer to the phone it doesn't sound better
0: no you sound like it sounds really small and far
6: really small and far Hold on, give me one moment oh lord don't be roasting me <laughs>
0: She got a Pakistani Bluetooth, y'all. Give her patience. (laughs) Let's see. Let me try. I'm going to put you on hold and I'm going to come back. Let me try and bring some other people. (laughs) Uh, Let me go ahead and bring on uh, Ishmael Wayne, uh, Augustus Cole. Can you unmute
2: your microphone? Hey, good evening, Mother T hey how are you i'm doing good i'm doing good i ain't gonna like i seen the news on facebook and i thought it was some bullshit and then i had uh came downstairs and my dad had uh msnbc on the news and it was breaking news so i was completely shocked i thought it was a joke and it's like wow i guess it's good you know she's coming home to her family but i got the same sentiments it's like if they was going to get her, why ain't they get the other people? Because that was the first thing I thought about. It's like, but ain't there other people that's like political prisons stuck over there? And they've been over there for years. And yeah, she's been in jail for like almost a year. But it's like some of these other folks been there for years. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like if you going to do a trade like that, because like everybody's saying, you gave a man who, like I said, you know, people might think, oh, he's old, but. Think about—he's been alive this whole time. The, the America didn't kill him or do anything. He's been in prison. So if John been in prison that long, he probably still got allies and people who want to see him out, and he got contacts. So just to have the notion that he's old, he ain't gonna do nothing. That's the wrong thing. Like honestly, I feel like as soon as he get in Russia, they got plans to get him in touch with the people they need to get the weaponry and everything they need. Because I said then earlier this year, didn't America send? ukraine aid for money and weapons because they said they needed it i i think i recall that happened oh,
0: yeah. we've been we've been having a look at for our baby mama for like the past you know six months i'm sorry yeah. t- i didn't i just i feel like at this point like ukraine is like the baby mother of the world and they have no shame they'll yeah. just literally put out an announcement blast biden we need this we need that well guess what we need stuff here in america
2: Yeah. Yeah. And One thing my wife, uh, before she passed, she said that earlier this year, she was like, why do they send so much money to other countries when we got people who homeless, you know, we need more money. You know, people need more money to have a, you know, a living wage. And it's like all that money went to this country. And now y'all, like you said, you literally giving them the golden egg because like I said, y'all sent money and guns to them. Y'all, you gave them the gun man. So You know, who's to say that this dude don't got any type of, you know, biological weaponry or nukes or something somewhere hidden that he never, you know, told nobody about? And that's the kind of thing It's like, you know, have we pretty much opened ourselves to getting fucked even worse? Because it's like, you know, they And that's
0: the part that's scary because even with the whole war, we're the main ones helping Ukraine. Like nobody else is really sending them money and helping them out. It's like everything's on America. Yeah. So, you know, and if they know that we're the main ones helping, are they going to use him to get back at us for helping out Ukraine? You know, not saying what can or can't happen, but it could be a possibility. You just never know.
2: Yeah. And like you said, it is, like you said, the art of war. And then, you know, like if you've ever read uh, 48 Laws of Power, it's just certain things. When you are planning to destroy somebody, you don't have, you don't, you don't take no half measures with that. And then the fact that America has given somebody, you know, who, like you said, he's got a title as the murderer, or murder and all that. You literally gave them the key to just say, OK, we finna if they wanted to come at America full force, we've literally helped them do it.
0: Yeah. At this point, I just think, you know, all people can do right now is just really pray about it. And, um, you know, just hope, you know, nothing crazy happens. You know, because that's all we're really living on right now is like just hope and a prayer. Because I, I really don't know what Biden is thinking. I think for them, they're looking at it like you know more politically. We'll have the LGBT and Black people on our side, and to me, it's it just was not a good trade. Yeah. You know, I just felt like if they would have held out, Russia probably would have eventually let her go anyways like oh well, because she, she doesn't she doesn't benefit them one way or another. They only kept her to spite America. She
2: doesn't hold any secrets. And and you know, the funny thing, I actually said that to my dad earlier. I said, I could just only imagine like the interviews and stuff that she's going to get in the tell-all book that she might read, write. She's going to probably retire from the NBA just from all the money she might make from it. But we also got to look on the flip. On the other hand, too, who's to say that they haven't been programming her while she's been locked up? Mm. That's a really good point. Because, so, you know, being behind enemy lines for that many months, you know, we don't know what she's been subjected to any type of physical, so, so, uh, psychological torture or programming. So, you know, when like I said, ultra, that's true. Like you bring her home, but you don't know what you bring her home to. And then think about it, with her being over there for so long, you know, she probably is going to be meeting with the president and high cabinet officials. Who's to say that they haven't programmed her to be a uh an assassin or something. You know, I know it sounds far-fetched, it sounds like some movie shit, but you know, the movie shit gets some of this shit from some real life stuff too, so. Oh
0: yeah, the world is a stage, so um, you never know. You never know.
2: But I ain't gonna take up too much time, love to you. Okay. I'm a big fan, and not to, get you know, end on a sad note, but my wife, she did pass away this year, September 11th, and she's the one who actually introduced me to you, so she was Aww. a loyal tea sipper, and I just want to say I'm on here in memory of my wife, Miss Brittany Lynette Cole. You know, I'm still rocking with you, lovely tea, and love you.
0: I appreciate you so much, and condolences to you, and thank you and your wife for just supporting my platform. So it's very good talking to you, Augustus.
2: I don't know. Have a good night. Hey, everybody.
0: Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. That is so sweet. I, I love that. Uh, God bless him and his wife. Um, so, yeah, I think we hit on a lot of good points tonight. We had a lot of good calls, um, lots of really good uh, discussions. Like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of this, watching all of this play out. Um, I want to see what Brittany says and does in her first interview. I think they're going to be paying a lot of close attention to her. Um, is she going to now be seen as like a hero, a target? Will people, I think for the most part, people are supporting her, but is this going to cause even more of a divide? Because at this point, we are definitely a nation divided, you know, politically, race, gender, sexual orientation, like whatever we can do to divide ourselves, we do that here in America and it's sad. And I'm wondering if this is going to be another catalyst that divides the country, because you got half the people who are, you know, they're for her getting free by any means. And then you got other people like, uh, no, look at this whole host of situations. So um, they're definitely going to politicize this. We're going to hear about this in the media for a while. But I would say in conclusion, people need to really be careful when traveling overseas. We are living in desperate times and you have a lot of people who are not fond of America. So when you are an American citizen and you're going overseas to travel or visit, just be very, very mindful, be extra mindful. Because at this point, we don't really even know where that vape came from. You know, was this a ploy? Did they put that in her bag? You know, and it was very interesting, like the the timing. This wasn't two years ago. This was at the beginning of the war in Ukraine. So I would just advise everyone to just, you know, make sure your T's are crossed, your I's are dotted and understand as an American, your laws and and the things, your values, your freedoms, they hold no weight overseas. And I think we have to get out of that mentality of what people overseas call the arrogant American mentality where we'll go to another country and get upset that people don't speak English. Well, English is spoken in your country, okay? This here is Afghanistan. We don't, English is not our first language. So I think we just have to go in with that mindset and understand that there are people out here who do not like Americans, not necessarily you per se, but what our government represents. So everybody just needs to be really, really careful when traveling because this could be the start of something, you know? where you might be in the Middle East going to visit and now you're getting handcuffed and detained and they're hoping they can swap you out for some type of, you know, um, Mujahidee terrorist, you know what I'm saying? And it might be a reach, but like we've been saying all night, the world's a stage, you never know. So be careful, everybody, take care. Thank you guys so much for coming in and um, supporting Tea Time Unfiltered, the call show. I appreciate y'all. Y'all stay safe. Um, If I don't talk to you guys, um, the people who come on to my Spotify live, have a happy holidays. And I will talk to everybody later. You guys have a good night. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.